Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scouts. Today it's all about Sky Sports Fantasy Football. Uh, there's £50,000 up for grabs for the winner. But who will rid us of these meddlesome single game days? Well, step forward, a bunch of protesting Manchester United fans. So more of that later. My name is Joe and joining me ahead of Game Week 35's further fixtures is Luke. Luke, how are you? I'm not so bad, Joe. I'm okay. Yeah, it was a nice surprise, wasn't it, to get... Um... Well, I say nice surprise. It's a bit strange that they just plonked in a triple game week in FPL, or obviously not quite the same here, but essentially three fixtures where no one thought they would all within the space of a couple of days. So, chaos. So handy. So handy as well. So, whilst all the Manchester United players may not play three times, although there may be one that that will, but we'll come to that later, um, it certainly opens up options. And... It means I won't have to get a Crystal Palace player in, so all is well. Um, and and if you've got a Vestergaard, you can get rid of him. So even better there for those owners. Um, before we um, look at those changes to the fixtures, um, let's look at some of the latest Tier 2 and Man of the Match stars for the week. Um, what we've got here is Man of the Matches. Um, Lewis Dunk, so did say he was going to be the best captain last week on that particular day, and he, and he it did indeed uh, come come good for his owners. Um, Walker Peters um, I put him in here in, in this list thinking oh we might need a Southampton asset Walker Peters is an option but don't bother <laughs> uh, Antonio Havertz um, Aguero Martinelli Watkins and Bale I think out of those Antonio is most interesting because it just proves his value he's back um, and if he can stay fit for the rest of the season um, you know he could be a great option I just want to touch on this while we're talking there yeah. now. Antonio might be the reason my season... I mean, the amount of subs I've used on him in and out. And now I got um, I got Bowen, didn't I, to be different to Lingard, who was my captain. And then Antonio comes back out of nowhere and Bowen's benched as a result. I'm oh. pretty sure if I held Antonio through all of his blanks, I'd probably be doing better off. Yeah, yeah well, just for Suchek. I mean, earlier on the season, Suchek was actually the better the better option mm. um, because he was fit and, and scoring. Um but yeah, I think that's a lesson I'll carry into next season. I have made far too many mid-priced midfield changes and I've mm. probably used about five to ten transfers on, you know, the like, well, currently got Rafina who hasn't turned up and uh, arguably I should have mm. moved him on. But um, yeah, lots of those transfers. Uh, passing tier two, just I've just put blanket City, Spurs and Chelsea defenders. So especially with City you don't know which defender's going to turn up whoever no. turns up probably going to get you something there um, 
Tielemans, Hoiberg, uh, there of note, um, tackles tier two, Cancelo and Reese James of note, um, saves tier two, McCarthy, um, but he won't play the next two. We've had confirmation from Hassan Hootel that Forster is getting the next two, um, mm. and McCarthy is then, um, you would imagine, be back again. So if you've got McCarthy or Forster, it, it could be time, it, <laughs> arguably, it's time to move on a long time ago, but yeah. Definitely move mm. on because you're not going to get the rest of the fixtures out of them. Uh, Johnston and Ramsdale also getting saves. And shots tier two, uh, Silver at Wolves, not interested in Wolves, but Gareth Bale. Um, in my mm. team, I don't care about. <laughs> I got Gareth Bale in and captained him. Whoop de doo. Nice. <laughs> uh, but I don't care about it. It's still like, I don't know, about 30,000, 40,000 in the, in the world. Yeah. So um, don't mind about that. Um, no. So it was looking back at the last game week. In Sky, it wasn't very good for a lot of managers there. Um, no. It was okay for those that perhaps got Chris Wood in, like we were suggesting last week. Um, but um, let's have a look. So we'll, we'll get um, we'll get your team up first. So um, low on transfers, um, not much we can do. Um, but um, yeah, you have got uh, Martinez, Aspilicueta, Sionchu, uh, Diaz, Saka, Fernandez, Bowen, Rafina, Kane, Calvert Lewin, and Salah. So I don't know how many transfers you've got left. It's not that many. Um, do you plan to use any? And I mean, Bowen, Rafina. I mean, arguably you've got quite a few. You, you could. Don't. Yeah. I honestly don't know. It's just completely derailed my season. This. I mean, it's it's having that one player from a team. Uh, as I say, I've got one to eleven completely different players in order to cover those teams' captain. Mm. But that's no good when that player doesn't turn up. And Aspilicueta has not been playing occasionally. Diaz has obviously been. Not playing for City. Saka's not played for Arsenal. Bowen was randomly dropped as my captain. Rafinha's injured. So I'm going into game weeks with like four or five players sometimes. Sometimes six players in a week. Mm. Um, So it just needs ridiculous surgery that I can't do because I don't have the transfers. So I'm kind of just floating, you know, towards my death, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, so I don't... Again, I'm not really sure on plans. I mean, Rafinha... There were some comments this morning that I know he keeps saying they're monitoring day to day, but it seemed a little bit more positive, like he might be back and their fixtures from now to the end of the season are actually pretty good. So I think now, as we've held him all this time, it's probably safe to keep him now or or wise to keep him, I should say, um, rather than ditch now, because otherwise, why have you held him? Some of the other guys, you know, Saka, Aspilicueta, they're not injured. You know, they could just suddenly come back and start playing. I think Aspilicueta in particular has been playing right wing back in Champions League. That's why he's been missing out. But it's kind of these stalwarts that we thought, like, you know, we're going to get Aspilicueta because he's the most nailed Chelsea. We're going to get Diaz because he's the most nailed Man City player. And it's just not proved to be that way because obviously their focuses are elsewhere. And as a result, their best players have been rested to protect them from injury and everything else. So... It's kind of gone counterintuitive. You're better off getting the likes of Nathan Ake and you know stuff like that for Man City than you are for Diaz at the moment, um, which is not it's not a good look for Sky. You don't want to be using transfers to bring those kind of players in and then have to potentially move them out. So it's really been tough, um, and I think it's come down to you know your captain halls essentially and a few a few sort of clever moves. I mean the the one you touched on there, Dunk. Anyone who just left mm. him in after we all went for him, he, he's been great. I mean, he's yeah. getting the bonuses. Brighton have been very good defensively. We knew that all season. Yeah. They, they're good. They, they, just they concede. He gets five points. So if you captain yeah. him, ten points. They keep uh, clean sheet. You're looking at a double-digit haul, maybe 20 points yeah. for your captain him. Great. Exactly. So he, he's a player, I think, for next season, depending on price. He might be one you just get and leave for the season. Yeah. He covers you for Brighton days. And like you say, if, he's get, if they're playing a similar system, 
Um, and we know the stats heavily favour him. You just think even if they go on a poor run of eight games and not doing anything, you just think they'll turn it around eventually. So I think Dunk is a is a good sort of season hold, save your transfers kind of player, depending on his price, of course, for next season. Um, yeah, so it's, it's just stuff like that that I've, I'm looking at really, and um, it's more lessons learned for next season now, like you were saying about spending month transfers in the wrong areas yeah. and. But some of it's out of your control, you know. It's one week it looks like it's looking bright, and suddenly you get new information. Fantasy football moves so quickly, doesn't it? Um, and being robbed of these consistent passing bonus defenders from the likes of Chelsea and City has really stopped that constant stream of points for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah, definitely the rotation as well. I mean, it's something that I've spoken about on the Scoutcast like, over the years, really. But I think in the last three years, it's built up to the point where. Teams like City that we've already seen, but it's also Chelsea as well. Arsenal, we're seeing it with. This squad pace team, it's not really that first eleven, so we can't rely on players, even if they're the best player. Like De Bruyne, mm. Manchester City's best player, <clears throat> can't rely on him starting because they're in so many competitions in such yeah. a squad based game. And the thing is, De Bruyne doesn't mind. Oh, you're, you're benched, Kevin. Don't care because you're playing an important Champions League yeah. game the following the next few days. So, it, exactly. Um, I mean, that's what we have to get used to, which is really tough in Sky because there's no, there's, we have no bench in FPL. There's obviously a bench. Yeah, so for us, next, yeah. for next season, Chelsea and City. I mean, people are probably going to think they're going to be the top two. Um, <clears throat> got the best squads, mm. but. You know, there's going to be periods of time where the 11's probably going to be fairly settled and period of time when it's not. So it's going to be very tough because we're all going to want their players. Everyone's yeah. going to want two or three from either of those teams. But then with such deep squads, it's going to be a tough look, I think, yeah. as soon as you get to. But we're always going to be tempted because, you know, most games they're going to rock up and win two or three nil versus uh, most teams. So Liverpool next season are going to be stronger. You would imagine they would have a realistic alternative to Alexander-Arnold who can come in. So he might not be as nailed on. Robertson, too. Um, already we're seeing Jota, Firmino, Salah, Mane, four going into three. doesn't work. So one of them drops out. It's usually been Firmino, maybe Jota. But we might see Salah rested more. Mane might not still be there. So we're looking at next season. And yeah, this rotation is something we're really going to have to get to grips with. Um, also seeing that with Manchester United. Pogba mm. plays in, comes in and out. It's been a great option in Sky when he plays. Yeah. Play, well, also on top of that, I mean, there's always people that come from somewhere and say this, but you, you have to think right now, Kane was probably as cheap as he's ever been yeah. as a result of not two particularly good seasons. Now he's going to be, you know, he's going to be 12 million yeah. strikers. Like, if they keep the same brackets, he's going to be the new Aguero. He's mm. going to be the 12 million striker. Then you've got for, um, Fernandez, who is obviously too cheap. So he's mm. going to be like the most expensive yeah. midfielder. Then you've got the likes of, you know, these, these undercover guys like Rafinha. I mean, they're now discovered. They're going to be expensive. Mm. You know, your Grealish's, et cetera. It's going to be really, really tough. But as ever, we always say this, and then some people come from nowhere, don't yeah. they? And then and we, yeah. we manage to find them. I oh, should be welcoming Buandia and Pookie with open arms <laughs> and hope no one spotted their good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, for Fana, we, we were blessed this season with so many cheap defenders yeah. that are very, yeah. very good. And even the premiums yeah. were sort of at the 8 million yeah. mark and 9 million mark like Diaz. It's going to be... I mean, unless they change the structure... Next season is going to be incredibly tough. Yeah, you're all going to want Kane, Bruno, Chris Kevin Wood, De Bruyne, you know, Calvin yeah, Lewin. I mean, just reel them off. Bamford. I mean, these are these amazing um, Sky assets all throughout the season. Um, okay, let's have a look at my team. Um, so different. Um, I've got three transfers left. 
I've got. Uh, I don't mind people knowing because I'm nowhere. <laughs> so I'm I'm inside the top five hundred, but just above four hundred still. Uh, Martinez in goal. Rob Holding. David Luiz is back, so this could be the end of Rob Holding. Alexander Arnold, Sionchu, Lingard, Mount, Mason Mount. I'm very pleased with still. Uh, Fernandez, Rafina, Kane, Ianacho, and Salah. So my moves are. I'm going to remove Ian Acho for Chris Wood da, da, da. because Ian Acho has Manchester United, Chelsea and Tottenham left. That's it. That's all he's got. Three bad fixtures. I'm never going to captain him on any of those days. Um, meanwhile, Chris Wood has Fulham, captain, single game day, Leeds. That's a, ca- that's a captain Chris Wood day against Leeds. And mm. then he's got Liverpool. Okay, that's tough. And then Sheffield United to end. So game week 38 an actual cheeky differential captain um, on that day. <clears throat> so that's three potential captaincy days from a player that's scoring a goal, a goal a match. Mm. Um, and he's, and according to Sean Dyche, he's um, over his dead leg and um, uh, Woodsy is back, back in the fold along with Popey, <laughs> if you want to go to Nick. Pope. <laughs> uh, so that's my move there. Um, thanks to Manchester United fans. I, I don't need to, I haven't planned many other moves except for one more in game week 36 uh, Manchester City played Newcastle and we get to see the lineup. I am going to use a transfer to get a Man City player in whatever money I've got whatever I can get Rafina I think might go on the chopping block for this I'm going to do it again I'm going to remove a mid-price midfielder Rob Holding is another option but I'm currently looking at Rafina to whichever City defender plays. I if, definitely go holding. Rafinha's got Burnley and then yeah. Southampton in the last two. So. I just don't know where they play. And also Leeds, I just don't think our form, is form over fixtures. And I don't think I will captain him. But a Man City, I'm going to captain that player. So whichever one it is, I I would love to get to Mares. I don't think I can. But I might go for a cheeky Phil Foden. <laughs> And I also, but I might play it safe with Diaz. It just depends who starts. I don't know which one. Um, but but one of those will go. Um, as I said, Ian Acho, surplus to requirements, I think. I've got Sionchu to cover me. So um, I'm going to put a picture up of these fixtures. But these are the old fixtures. These are the fixtures we were going to discuss. And as you can see, this is awful. Because there was a number of single match days. So Fulham Burnley. So that's why I was thinking of Chris Wood for Leicester. Um, meanwhile Southampton Palace was the next day single fixture and then it ended with Villa Everton so there's some problems here especially with those of us with you know one two three even four transfers left you know, do you really want to spend transfers on these players on many of these players but then a gift from the gods came <laughs> and uh, Manchester United fans protested postponement panic time and suddenly within within one week you've got Manchester United playing like every day practically um, <laughs> so no wonder Bruno Fernandes is giving a little fist pump there because he's going to be the captain for many of those days but will he start so it's a good chance to go through the captains now so I've, I've borrowed um, from the Premier League's page rather than Sky's because they haven't updated it yet um, so uh, let's go with these go through the the, the uh, captains for game week 35 Friday Leicester play Newcastle. Um, yeah, Leicester player, I presume, for you. So is that you've got Sionchu, is that right? 
Yeah, so Anchu, he's been doing me fine. Inacho's yeah. obviously been good as well, and everyone who's got him is going to be on him, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So me, I'm looking at Inacho, and it's a hurrah for final hurrah for me. Um, then we move on to uh, Saturday. We have Leeds uh, against Spurs, Sheffield United against Palace, City against Chelsea, Liverpool, Southampton. We get to see the Spurs lineup. Um, so yeah, for me, that's Captain Kane. And if any of us got Bale or Son, and they're playing. Uh, which you imagine they would be um, captain them, I would imagine. So I can't. Do you, mean, do you see any other options that day, especially because you can't see the lineups? Yeah, I mean, I'll pro- I might, I might be on Salah just because Liverpool versus Southampton. Southampton are really leaky. Um, like you say, Leeds have been a, mm. a bit um, more stable recently, better defensively. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm not 100 sure to be honest. It'll be one of Kane or Salah. I don't trust anyone from the City Chelsea game. I mean. I think if they were to go full strength, I think that's very. They might just play that out like a tactical yeah. sort of um, almost a rehearsal for the for the final. I think maybe a nil nil KG is what I would think, but I think it's a bit of a risk, especially when you don't see their lineups like you say. So yeah, Salah or Kane all day. I'll probably just edge towards Salah. I think. Okay, uh, Wolves against Brighton on the Sunday, 9th of May. Uh, Villa against Manchester United. West Ham against Everton. Arsenal against West Brom. So some options here, but um, I can't see past Fernandes. However, no. <laughs> if you are ever going to bench Fernandes and you are Solskjaer, it might be this game because they've got Leicester and Liverpool coming up and Roma tonight. This has been recorded on Thursday lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So it's a risk. Do you, do you think it's a risk? Honestly, it depends what approach you wants to take because... You could argue to get the points on the board early and secure second place is probably the most the smartest thing to do. Yeah. So to get three points versus Villa means that you don't have to worry about the six pointer ish versus Leicester, and then obviously you've got Liverpool. But you know, if if you were to win the Aston Villa game and win the Leicester game, technically you could then play a reserve team versus Liverpool. Mm. Um, but then it's Liverpool. Will he want to do that because of obviously yeah. the you know the history around the fixture and everything? Will he want to play a strongest team? But will he be able to play a strongest team? Because obviously they're all advised by the fitness people. Maybe there's people who are in the red light zone and all sorts of stuff that they don't want to. It's it's so tough to gauge how he's going to do it. I think he, what he'll probably do is play a slightly rotated team in each one. Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. I. I, I it's all guesswork, isn't it? So with Fernandez on this day, the fact that he's playing at two o'clock does make him a, a slight risk for me. Mm. Um, but the alternatives outside of maybe Lingard at home to West Ham that people have got. I mean, for me, I've got Bowen, so I won't be doing that because he might not play. And Calvert-Lewin away to West Ham. You don't. I don't really like those options particularly anyway. So it's like, I feel like you could risk the Bruno Fernandes one. And if he doesn't play, you won't get hurt too much. Does that make yeah, sense? It does, yeah. I mean, he is obviously the stand-up captain. But it's, if, he, if he can't play, if he's not playing, then he can't be the stand-up captain. And you know no. who the best captain this day is. We've already mentioned him. It's Lewis Stunk. Yeah, Lewis Stunk is probably a, a really safe option, to be fair. If I had Lewis Stunk, I would captain Lewis Stunk this day, definitely. Mm. Because mm. I don't know about that lineup. Manchester United. Um, Rob well, Holdings an outside shout, but I don't know whether he'll play either. David Luiz is back. So, yeah. um, moving on to the Monday, Fulham against Burnley. Now, that's going to be a blank for many people. And that's my op- my only opportunity to steal a march. I've already missed four goals in the last two games from Chris Woods, despite us um, you know, talking him up mm. on, the, uh, on the show. Um, so, I'm just going to do that. Get Chris Wood in, captain him. Um, yeah, nice. People who've got that option, that's good for me. It'll obviously be a miss. I think Chris Wood or 
Anderson and Fulham are about the only two people I'd consider because he might yeah. get passing bonus, yeah. but that's about it. Um, what will be annoying though, because Maybe Chris, Pope, sorry, Chris Wood's well. ownership is like, I don't know, four people or something, but um, it's, it will be annoying to see that shoot up to 30 or 40%, but I can't quite see it because um, no. we've, we've spoken on the scout cast, even though that's FPL related, but same principle applies um, about unfashionable picks. And there is still a mindset about certain players, certain teams. Don't go there. People people just won't want a Burnley striker. They still think of yeah. them as a defensive side, and they're not really at the moment. They're more of an attacking no. side. Um, I suppose it's just because in Sky, you spend most of your money up top. It's where you put your yeah. arm around a lot of the time. You get a lot of returns. You know, you've got Kane, you've got Salah, yeah. who fill two of the spots most of the time. And at the moment, you've got Inyacho, who's just yeah. in ridiculous form. Yeah. Although his fixtures drop off. So it's yeah. the perfect time, like you say, to swap from Inyacho yeah. to a wood or something yeah. like that. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I can see why people won't go for it because he could quite easily blank in that game and suddenly it's sort of lumbered with him for two games, I say. But I still think he can do well in the next yeah, two games. Yeah, the fixtures are great. And Sheffield United, last game of the season. Looks good. Um, and then the Tuesday, this is this is much better now, was Southampton Palace, which would have been a blank for me. Um, but it's now got Manchester United and Leicester. Now, once again, we're not going to see... Well, we are going to see the Manchester lineup. So there you go. But if you see that Fernandes isn't there... You could go for another Manchester United option. Or alternatively, you could perhaps captain Sionchu. I mean, this could yeah. be a, quite a boring nil-nil. Um, and Sionchu would be my um, other option, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Wednesday, Chelsea against Arsenal. I've got Mason Mount. We'll see the, the lineups. I'll go for him. Um, if I've still got Rob Holding, obviously him. but And he plays for you, I guess, Aspilicueta. You know, actually, he's going to play that. Um, I'd like to think so. And... Um, um, yeah, I think that I think that should be again. I think I think every game that Chelsea play right now, you just think two 0 Chelsea. It's like just in the. It doesn't matter who they're playing upside from City. Maybe you feel like it's almost a two 0 Chelsea, and this feels like a two 0 Chelsea to me. So that's probably quite good. Thursday's interesting because you've got Villa against Everton. So Calvert Lewin, uh, Martinez, perhaps you know Watkins. These all could be options, and then you've got Manchester United, Liverpool. So we don't know the lineup there for Manchester United. So. I would, I would imagine Salah might be my captain that day because I'm fairly certain he'll play. So, and he's a good option. But he's Manchester United. I just wonder there. I mean, what, what would you what would you advise that day, captain wise? Well, I think a lot's going to depend on what points Man United have earned in the previous two games that will decide what what Oli does here. I'd say if they've already secured second and they're in, you know, they're in Europe and everything, there is literally no need to play the yeah. full team in this game. So he may mess around with it. I don't know. Um, it's very tricky. I, I, there's also the fact that, um, you know, Man United home fans have been protesting games. So you have to, I mean, again, Tuesday the 11th home to Leicester may oh. tell us a little bit about, about about this game. If that goes ahead, no no problems for the Leicester game, then maybe we might be all right. But um, there's, there's that concern. And then I think all being told, Man United, if, if he has been playing his full team in all of the games, then you'd have to think, well, maybe he does play it against Liverpool because it's you know the, the nature of the fixture, and therefore they're pretty tired, and, and the likes of Salah might do really well. So, yeah. I think for me, I'd be it's so much dependent on what happens before. It's impossible to say. But if if, if at all you're concerned, I think you can just go with Calvert Lewin or someone yeah. from the early kickoff just to be really safe. Have a backup. Yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, I, pro- I you know I may be tempted on Salah, especially if Man United yeah. play full strength in all the games, just just because I feel like he'll. Yeah. You know, if Van United have secured second, they don't really even need the points. Now, for those that have a few more transfers left, um, there is the option to 
um, with so many Manchester United games to just go with sheer volume and try and get another Manchester United player in if you can afford it. Um, so I had a look at um, something I posted on social media yesterday about minutes um, for Manchester United. Harry Maguire hasn't missed any. <laughs> um, and that's a thing. I remember John Terry making that thing. Leighton Baines making that thing. Um, to play every minute, every league minute is, is a thing. <laughs> and Harry Maguire, I would imagine, would want to do that. Um, so he's played, you know, you see a huge amount of minutes. This is sorted by minutes from Fancy Football Scouts members area there. Um, and we can see Harry Maguire was top in terms of minutes played. And then Fernandez. We see Fernandez is still a great option. Then Wan Basaka. So if you have Wan Basaka, you might be getting three games out of him. Um, Rashford, Shaw, and Lindelof are other options who get a lot of minutes there. And the reason I raise that is because if you fancy, um, you know, getting and just building up on that volume of matches, just getting getting those extra points. If you've got the transfers to spare, get another Manchester United player in to to go along with Fernandez. Everyone will get Fernandez. Everyone's everyone's got Fernandez. They'll captain Fernandez. But if you say have a Harry Maguire, have your Wan Bissaka, Rashford as well, that can that can really help. And I had a look at. Um, I haven't even considered Harry Maguire, but I'm considering him both FPL and Sky formats because of the sheer volume of minutes that he's played. And I didn't realise he's the sixth highest scoring defender in Sky, and that's that's a big that's a big deal in Sky. Defenders get a lot of points. Um, so with 160 points, I thought, yeah, I think if I had the transfers, I would make that move just to build it up a bit, especially if you're like maybe 10, 20 points off your mini league lead or, you know, into the higher echelons of the you know top 100. Um, it could be that extra 10 points, 20 points or so to get you over the edge. I don't know what you think about that. <clears throat> yeah, um, I think there's an argument to go from from Carrie Kane um, because Kane will play let me just get the fixtures up in my screen Kane plays on the 8th versus Leeds most people have already got him in our team mm-hmm. um, so obviously we get that game then Man United go on a run of 3 games yeah. Villa uh, Leicester and Liverpool and like you say there's a little bit of risk about whether they'll play 3 but it's looking quite likely for the likes of Maguire um, so you're obviously getting 3 games straight away for that one transfer mm-hmm. to take Kane out then if you look at the next week after it, um, obviously Man United don't play. Spurs play at home to Wolves. Okay, yeah. so you so yeah, you could either bring Kane back then if you had the transfers okay. or ignore it because Liverpool are playing West Brom and most people have got Salah. Mm. So you could just captain Salah and, you know, if you weren't going to captain Kane anyway, yeah. um, you know, you might, might only lose out on a goal maybe, two goals at worst, something like that if you're really unlucky. So I don't think that's particularly a bad play. And then you've obviously got the next game week where Man United are at home to Fulham uh, in the early kickoff at the moment. Six, mm-hmm. It's six o'clock. I don't know if that's due to change, but um, home to Fulham's a good game for a defender. I mean, it's a fantastic game. So there's an argument, I think, that you can lose Kane entirely if you wanted to, because although Kane's got home to Villa afterwards, again, there's other options. Liverpool are playing Burnley, you know, got Everton at home to Wolves. There are other options. And then Man United play Wolves on the final day, another team that struggled to score. Mm. And Spurs are playing away to Leicester, which is a pretty tr- tricky game. Um, so I think there's an argument to either ditch him, you know, Kane, and then bring him back, or just entirely ignore it. Um, and, and you could do well just through sheer volume of fixtures. I don't like the fact that they don't pick up passing and tackles that much. It is more to do with the fact that they've been getting the clean sheets and he plays more than minutes. Um, 
Wan-Bissaka, I mean, it's slightly updated the defender list, by the way. I think Harry, um, Harry Maguire is now the eighth highest scoring defender. Oh, is he? But, yeah, but the fifth highest scoring defender is Wan-Bissaka, uh, who's, um, who's probably likely to play all the games as well, you'd imagine. And he's uh, 0.5 cheaper. And obviously, he's got tackles that he, he relatively often gets. Um, he's even got passing tier two in a couple of games. Um, so I think I'd probably favour him if I was going to do it. I mean, I don't have the moves to, to do it, so I won't be. But um, yeah, I think that's a, it's a relatively decent move. I mean, it's, it's all about trying to get an edge now, right? We've only got a couple yeah. of weeks left. And, um, you know, if you're sat in second or third or something and, you, and the guy in front's not got many transfers, you know, there's, there's an art. If they were to get two out of three clean sheets in that game and maybe he gets a bonus or two, suddenly you're looking at 20, 20 points. Um, so it's a decent, a decent edge potentially for a transfer, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sorry about the. I was just. Uh, uh, I think I might have been looking at price rather than points for the uh, for the defenders there. But yeah, if I if I if I key in all defenders here, um, all clubs and defenders. Yes, you're right. Wambasaka there. Yeah, one, two, three, four, fifth fifth best defender. It's indeed. only eleven points better, but yeah. so they're, they're much of a muchness. But nevertheless. Yeah. A great option again. We've got the minutes up on the screen there, and it's. I mean, really, Harry Maguire, Fernandez, and Juan Basaka, I think, are the ones um, you you would consider either having, keeping, getting because of just the sheer minutes. And yeah. that's a really great move if you've got the transfers left. So, for example, in my B team, I've got the transfers left. So that get get rid of Harry Kane. I want to give myself the option of getting Harry Kane back again. So that's why I won't won't be following that with maybe three transfers. Abandon him, yeah. That's but that's the go for broke strategy, isn't yeah. it? If you if you're thinking, well, Kane's not going to score that well in the last two or three games, and 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 if he does, you know, still the Man United defender could match him because they've got good defensive games. Uh, you know, it's essentially one clean sheet is one goal. So yeah. will they be will they be close? So it's kind of like a, I wouldn't advise not going with Kane, <laughs> but. Yeah. If you're second or third and you feel like you've got no choice, you could hail Mary it, couldn't you? And just hope you, that Kane doesn't do it. If you're happy much. with your team, you've got maybe five plus transfers left. Then, and we've hardly got any fixtures left. I think that's a great move, isn't it? Because you're going to get those three players, and this is a player that no one's going to have. So, going to be sitting, most play, everyone's going to be sitting there with Kane, earning nothing. Meanwhile, you could be getting, you know, you could be getting 30, 50 points. I don't know. You could be getting quite a lot. From getting a, a Harry Maguire yeah. or a Wamba Well, it doesn't even have to be Kane. There's a number. Of, I think there's a few other teams as well. Basically, anyone who plays Friday or Saturday this week mm-hmm. and who then doesn't have a double, which yeah. um, I think is what leads. Yeah. I think maybe uh, I can't remember what the teams are, but if you look at it, if you've got any of those players in your team, they could move to a Manchester United asset. Okay. Basically. Okay, that's really good advice there. Um, Let's have a look at some of the questions that we've had. So uh, Dan Cox, who's won Sky, uh, asks you, he calls you the godfather, uh, pleased with the fixture movements being low on transfers, are you? So I didn't phrase that as a question there, just as a statement. Are you pleased with the fixture movements being so low on transfers? Um, Yeah, I I am, because obviously um, I've now got a captain on that day, so that's good. But the problem is everyone has, and mm. I don't think many people would have gone for the, the alternatives. And, and in some ways, I almost hope that they would have used their transfers on them because they probably would have failed. So <laughs> I'm kind of looking at it a bit pessimistic and think, well, I probably maybe preferred to stay. Especially the most annoying one is the fact I've held Calvert-Lewin all this time. I know he's been scoring of late occasionally, mm. um, but I held him for that Thursday, the 13th of May, where it's Villa versus Everton. Yeah. And then they put Man United versus Liverpool on that day. So... Suddenly, anyone who's held him all yeah. this time has suffered all the pain, um, you know, in the hope to get that reward. 
yeah, it may not come through now because you can just captain Bruno Fernandes or Salah on that day. So you could argue it's actually hurt us a little bit as well. It has. Um, it's helped me personally with three transfers. I'd already had a move in mind. And I didn't, but I didn't want to go really into those terrible teams. Um, you know, a Burnley striker on form will do me. I don't want to go down the Southampton Palace route. So it's helped help me there. Um, and it's definitely helped those with, with more transfers. Because as you said, you've got that option. Remove Kane, get in a Manchester United player, and you could potentially be getting a three for zero. And that third pl- and that and that player is one that hardly anyone's going to have. Because um, they're all going to be sitting there with Kane. Um, Ian Parrin asks, um, looking at the confirmed fixture schedule, the new fixture schedule that is for the next um, uh, three game weeks. So he's looking, actually, yeah, he's looking at the confirmed fixtures so far. Uh, what is the one transfer move that now looks to make much more sense, given the changes, than it did this time yesterday? So in terms of that, is there a particular transfer that makes more sense now? I, I, I guess what you, the Manchester United came to came to a Manchester United player is the one, I guess. Yeah, I, I haven't looked too much at this. Um, I apologise because, yeah, I think that's the one that's, that stuck out to me mainly. I mean, obviously the covering, you've already mentioned the Chris Wood, if you still haven't done it, he yeah. still covers a day that no one else will have. I mean, you just have to think, if, if Wood gets one or two goals in that game and you've captained him, you, you've, you've, you've smashed it. You've absolutely smashed mm. like 20, 30 points on, on a lot of people, um, which th- these opportunities are running out. I think, the only other ones really that stand out are the fact that these teams were just poor fixtures left. Like Leicester, you know, after they play home to Newcastle, you already mentioned taking them out away to Man United, away to Chelsea, home to Spurs. It's not a good run, is it? Um, and we've all got quite a few Leicester, I think, or what, at least one, because of their fantastic run just beforehand. So I feel like taking a Leicester asset out. You've also got the chat that Chelsea and Man City, you know, are just going so far in Europe that maybe you can write off one of their games later on down the line. One of those players out basically for a Man United asset or to jump back onto Elite asset, you know, for their three good three good run, uh, three good games at the end are, are probably the only things that really stand out to me. Um, I also like the fact that, I mean, Ollie Watkins has got tough games. Tottenham and Chelsea's yeah. been playing well. He's an option, I think, for, for people. And Calvert-Lewin, despite... Me just slagging him off a bit. He has got that double. Then he's got home to Sheffield United, which is the absolute money game, and home to Wolves. Um, so yeah, it's, there's there's a few options. I mean, Antonio is another one, like you said, that just sprung out of nowhere. Who, if you've got the options and are willing to take the risk, I mean, those final three games. I mean, you could argue all four actually: home to Everton, away to Brighton, away to West Brom, home to Southampton. That you know, if he can keep fit for those games, he's a he, He's a differential captain that I think makes a lot of sense as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this leads on to the next question really, from Scott McDonald. He's, he's looking to make up 60 points in his mini league. Uh, where are my three transfers best used? So I think that's doable in three. Um, so he suggested uh, Mares or another City option against Newcastle, perhaps. So one of the advantages of that is we will know the lineup in game week 36. Uh, when Manchester City play uh, Newcastle, and yeah, I think that's a good call. I think that could yeah. that could really smash it that day. I don't have any City, for example, so I'll, I'll definitely be getting a City player in. Yeah, the only thing I'll say on that is, so let's say you get Mares for the Newcastle game, mm. and, he, and he's playing, and um, and he does fantastic, mm. and he does well. Let's say he gets you thirty points, great. You know, you've you've, you've burnt off half your def- deficit. But then you have to factor in the next two games. And if he doesn't play those next two games, what would the alternative mm. person have chipped away at it? You know, maybe you got a four and then a five, then suddenly it's only a 20-point game. Yeah. So you are kind of really hell-marrying it on that one game. No, no, that's a really good game to do it on. 
Um, but it's just something to consider. Is that player you're going to bring in then going to play the remaining games as well? Um, not so sure in Mahrez's case. That's that's the only thing I'd say. Yeah. Um, so maybe there are you know, more, more consistent options, but definitely he is one of the, I mean, he's potentially on, he is on penalties. I'm pretty yes. sure now, isn't he? Is it, well, Aguero's final game. Well, maybe Aguero will penalty. be on penalties if he's on the pitch, I would imagine. Yeah. So for me, I feel like Aguero has got more chance of playing the remaining three games is on penalties up front. It's his swan song. I, I think if you're taking a risk and you really want to catch people out, Aguero is, is probably one of the best punts for the last three weeks. Okay. I, I think, I mean, he's, He's not quite the same player, but I think playing up front for Man City just it just means you're going to get some points, aren't you, at some point? Okay, that could be an inter- so there could be a sort of a daisy chain move with Kane to a Manchester United player, then a Manchester United player to Aguero. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's something I looked at. Oh, that's something I might look at. <laughs> I would leave him with no transfers. But... I just feel like if you look at that lineup and it's Newcastle and Aguero's in the starting lineup, people are going to be very tempted. Yeah, do you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know what it is in Sky, but in FPL it was game week eight, and it was it was when Newcastle turned up and he scored about a million goals against them, and it he scored four in like sixty minutes. Oh, it's incredible! Other options are I think the Chris Wood option is a good one. I think that's going to get you that's going to get you some points, um, and he has fixtures good fixtures towards the end. So just one bad fixture, but um, Ian Acho to Chris Wood will get more points. I'm I'm hoping. Um, yeah, an exodus of Leicester players yeah. moving towards. Yeah. You know, Antonio is another one of these explosive players who can do really well. Yeah. Man City, I think Aguero surely plays the last three yeah. games. I'm pretty. He's not going to play in the Champions League, is he? No, no, and I, I think, think he'll come on. I think he'll at least come on. Now, Man City play at home as well, so we've got home fans coming back. Uh, is that the final game? Um, game week thirty-seven. Manchester City at home to Everton. There's your Aguero yeah. captaincy. Um, yeah. Um, but also, yeah, we're looking at away, so they're yeah, away to Newcastle. Well, the, I think for me away as well, the, I, I just, just to slip this in here, the season I came fourth, I had Aguero captain on the final day, and it was the it was the famous Aguero yeah, yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. Who, um, it's really weird because I'm you know basically a Man United fan, and obviously he scored <laughs> in the final minute as my captain, yeah. and then got man of the match as a result, Ooh. and basically secured me that spot. But at the same time, obviously lost my team the league, so. Yeah. But you know, seventeen grand was um, was was more than compensation for that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, very well done there. Yeah, I remember. I, I I can't remember if I was playing Sky then or had him there, but I definitely owned him in NFPL that year, and it was great when it went in. Um, uh, Luke NDN asks: From now until the end of the season, which three players? He's asked for each category, but let's just keep it simple. Which three players? do you think will uh, be the most valuable score the highest amount of points for the season running? Um, well, I guess it's not Kane if we're looking at the, the season running, the three players. I, I wouldn't like to guess. I guess. It depends who's going to show up. I think Antonio is in with a p- potential shout. I would probably say Fernandez and maybe a Liverpool player. I don't know. What, what would you think? Yeah, I think when you look at the fixtures, the fact that Liverpool have got a double and that they've got Southampton, West mm. Brom, Burnley, Palace, um, I think you'd be hard-pressed not to say a Liverpool player, wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I think Salah's therefore got to be up there. Yeah. Um, certainly in the top three. You could argue Trent Alexander-Arnold as well might be one of them. I think, um, you know, Bruno Fernandes, if he's playing all these games, you know, the Liverpool-Leicester 
uh, Villa, and then he's also got Fulham and Wolves after that. You have to throw him in the hat because he's just ridiculous. Um, Kane, Kane's there, um, you know, because he's, he's Kane, but um, and it's more to do with the fact that Man City and Chelsea assets, their fixtures are a bit mixed, and we don't know whether they play. So I suppose those three maybe, but Kane's a bit of a cop out. I feel like it yeah. could be another Man United player. I mean, we've got we haven't even mentioned the likes of Greenwood and Cavani yeah. and, and stuff like that. Who, you know, if they're starting the games, they could easily outscore mm. him. I think. Yeah, definitely. So it, it looks like it's going to be different players that we would ordinarily rely on. So obviously Salah's usual, but I don't think it will be Kane. I no, I mean, if, if Jack Grealish was suddenly magically to turn up, I would say him, but I don't think that looks likely. Yeah. And Watkins has been doing very well. The, the games are tough, but Watkins, is, he's been doing well, so maybe, maybe him. Yeah. Um, and um, as Steve asks a very similar question, are there standout picks for the run in any must-have? So I think we've pretty much answered that, really, that it, yeah. it may not be Kane, but it's very likely to be Liverpool players and... Liverpool players, Aguero, yeah. you know, yeah, we've already mentioned them, yeah. I'm very tempted to use my final transfers in a what-the-hell move to get Aguero in. I think, not, why not? You know, not if, you're not gonna be win, if you're not going to be winning any cash or you're no, not... No, no, I'm just playing for fun no this season. Yeah. No, I, haven't, I haven't complicated it with any sort of leagues or anything. Um, so, yeah, I think I might do that. I think that's a really good point. Um, yeah, just before we go, just want to mention the, the uh, members area there. So we'll look at the minutes there for Manchester United. But there's plenty of opt-driven stats in there, which would be of use to Sky managers and FPL managers alike. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, do press like on our YouTube channel, but also uh, wherever you receive podcasts. Um, um, but in the meantime, uh, Luke, thanks so much for joining me and good luck with your now massive game week 35 uh, in Sky. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, I shall see you on the next one.